Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to a September 27th Wednesday morning edition of the Locked On Blazers podcast. I'm your host, Eric Garcia Gunderson, a writer at many places, some places that you should be on the lookout for in a little bit. I'm uh, going to be doing some different stuff, but just wanted to get it on your radar. Uh, and also, your host of Locked On Blazers here on the Locked On Podcast Network. We are back to doing this podcast a lot more regularly since training camp is in session. But this is not going to be this is for those of you who are new here to the season rhythm uh these aren't going to be quite as long as our summer episodes these aren't going to be the long you know extended conversations about stuff because we're going to have a lot of actual stuff to talk about uh during the season and a lot of stuff we're going to talk about multiple days in a row during the season so we're not going to spend you know, as much time on one thing as we were doing in the off season as we are right now. We're kind of going to go boom, boom, boom. We're going to hit the main stories that need to be covered. And there is some stuff. Uh, I thought it was a little weird when Zach Collins was reportedly, according to the media who were at Media Day, of which I was not one, but... Uh, that that Zach Collins was not available to the media on Monday. And that was a little weird. That made me think that something was up. And apparently something is up. Uh, And that is our, I guess, our first big story of training camp in addition to the ongoing competition, which we will be touching on throughout training camp of the battle between Ed Davis and... Caleb Swanigan for the starting power forward spot and I guess to a lesser extent I think we both know that both guys are going to play a lot but the Harkless Aminu perhaps Evan Turner even uh fight for uh the starting spots on the Blazers so that is something that's going to be ongoing something we're going to touch on but Zach Collins was held out from the media day festivities on Monday. He was also held out of practice yesterday, according to the reporters who were there, according to the Blazers. He sat out the opening of camp because of a concussion, and uh, they're saying that he hopes to be back later in the week, but he has to be medically cleared. The NBA has a pretty well-defined pretty well-defined concussion protocol and that is going to be the determining factor in whether Collins can come back to play and lots of Blazers have had concussions over the past couple years I remember Nicholas Batum having a really bad one uh, when I was on the beat and uh, Zach Collins uh in his first playing three on three on the weekend is reportedly when it happened gets, gets, gets knocked out. And, and it, it's, it's kind of a bummer for him because, you know, you see, uh, you know, he, he projects to be a, a, a center in this league, but he's pretty quick. He's pretty athletic. I could see him maybe filling in at the four at times in certain matchups. And, 
uh, he's not going to really get a chance, I don't think. I mean, he will theoretically, he, he will have a chance, but this definitely has to be a bummer for a guy who's top 10 pick, come in, and there's an opening for a starting spot with the Vonley injury, and basically you know it's not going to happen yet and 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 the the takeaways from media day from a lot of the guys on the team were that Caleb Swanigan has really been impressing people that Ed Davis is back to health and back to being the disruptive force on the glass that he has been but Zach Collins being the number 10 pick and projecting to be you know this talk of 12 15 years you know you want to start seeing some of that you want to start seeing some signs of that and it sucks for him that he uh you know had a concussion has to wait to be able to practice and isn't getting able to make an impression on the coaching staff right now because remember this is the start of training camp it's starting earlier the preseason is shorter and the start of the season is sooner so less time that you get in to practice these training camp days are probably no they're not probably they just are the most valuable days of practice that the Blazers will have throughout this 82 game season I mean this is when when the season gets going their their ability to practice with the schedule and all that stuff it becomes really hard they're able to get some breaks here and there, but mostly this is the big thing. And for a rookie like Collins to miss some early time in training camp has to be a bummer for him. Apparently he suffered it in a collision with Isaiah Briscoe, one of the Blazers training camp invites, who does also have a chance to, in theory, make the team. He's a non-guaranteed contract. Anthony Morrow is one of those guys and uh, Archie Goodwin, excuse me, is another one of those guys. So uh, Isaiah Briscoe making an impact in camp, I suppose. <laughs> but uh, we will find out more on Collins to see if he is ready to get back to the court today. When the Blazers go back to practice in a couple of hours, we'll have an update if there is one. And uh, we'll, we'll keep tabs on Collins and Luckily for you, if you want tickets to a Blazer game this season, you don't have to keep tabs on anything. That's why you have SeatGeek. It's the easiest, smartest way to get tickets to live events. With SeatGeek's seamless mobile experience, you can buy and sell tickets in just two taps. SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices, fully guaranteed. There's nothing quite like seeing your favorite team or musician in person. SeatGeek will get you closer to the action for great value. It's a super convenient app. Whenever I need tickets, I don't have to plan it out in advance, which you know I, can be hard in this day and age with so much stuff going on. And I want to go to a game on a whim. I got a friend coming in, and I, I pull up my SeatGeek app, go two taps, look at the deals, see which ones are the best, which ones are the worst, using their deal score from 1 to 100. And it's super easy. It's super convenient. But the, gre- the best thing about SeatGeek, excuse me, is that – all of my listeners get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. And to get that $20 off on your first SeatGeek purchase, download the SeatGeek app, enter promo code LONBA. That's promo code LONBA for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. So download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code LONBA today. So yeah, Zach Collins is out for a little while or at least another day as far as we know, but we'll see when he gets back to the court and and perhaps makes a little bit of an impact on the fight for that power forward spot. So we'll we'll, we'll see if if Swanigan, oh, excuse me, if if Collins can can really deliver, or if this is going to be as we suspected based on his summer league performance the NBA readiness of Caleb Swanigan that it's mostly going to be Swanigan and Ed Davis battling for that spot but uh yeah very interesting stuff uh that we'll keep tabs on Uh, another kind of interesting uh nugget that came from yesterday's practice 
Of course, Paul Allen in attendance, as he always is for the first practice of the season to ring in the new season. Uh, Paul Allen was in attendance, but uh, another old friend, an old friend from Blazers past, and apparently Blazers present, present, excuse me, Steve Blake joining the Blazers as an intern on their coaching staff, so helping out with uh, practices and, and, and learning the, the tricks of the trade in the coaching profession, so as I don't think Steve Blake has officially retired from the NBA, meaning that maybe he's hoping someone gives him a call, which of course that it's much better pay than being an intern. Uh, but it appears that he's getting into the coaching profession and and he's learning uh, firsthand in Portland where he lives. Uh, of course, Steve Blake lives here in the off season. It's a, a place that he's made his home. So. That way, you know, it makes sense. And uh, if you'll recall, it, during the summer, you know, he was he was working out at the practice facility and, and stuff like that. And he has been working out there for a while. So he's uh, really rooted here in Portland. And uh, apparently that continues with him being a intern for the coaching staff. Of course, you know, we're not going to see him on the bench or anything. He's not going to be... Uh, traveling with the team, presumably, but uh, it's kind of cool to see an, a former Blazer guy that that has been the only Blazer to be on the Blazers three times getting uh, his feet wet in the coaching profession, and I suspect just the start of it. Uh, I know he lives here in Portland, but uh, if he wants to get into coaching, it's probably going to be... Uh, you know, I mean, that's a grind. Talk to any assistant coach. It's not an easy job. And uh, you really do have to work your way up, pay your dues in places like the D-League and other leagues. And, and, and that's kind of how it goes. So Steve Blake, it appears, to is starting his coaching profession. And it's kind of cool to see uh, the evolution of Steve Blake into, uh, you know, into the next phase of what he's doing so uh cool to see that and cool to see him doing that in portland so as far as everything else today from the first blazers practice uh the blazers talked about defense which as terry stotts aptly noted we do that every year here in portland we've been talking about the defense and improving that every year since Stotts' second season, basically, when they needed to get better on defense to be a good team. They did so. I think they were top 10 that year. Then the year that they went to the second round, beat Houston, Dame hit the shot, etc., etc. But they're talking about defense again, and I guess uh, some of the conflict comes from the success that they had with Yusuf Nurkic and Mike Richmond had a great write-up about this in the Oregonian about the defense and 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 Stotts's approach and thinking about overhauling it and going back to a trapping hedging on the high pick and roll which means the help defender the guy guarding the screener will go up to pressure the ball handler on a pick and roll and that is something the Blazers did in Stotts's first season Something that looked kind of, uh, it was basically looking like the twenty eleven, the twenty, the twenty tens Miami Heat, those teams that, you know, that that's the the ideal of that system. Obviously, the Blazers don't have prime Dwayne Wade, prime LeBron, Mario Chalmers before he got hurt, and Chris Bosh. You know, they don't have that personnel, but uh, they. Stotts thought about going back to that, but uh, ultimately he resisted that urge and it according to the reports he's going to stick with what kind of got them success which me which is a little bit more of a conservative scheme a little bit tighter on the weak side so he wants them to get more turnovers but he wants them to do that without being reachy or trying to bat the ball down and and and, and trying to be overly aggressive with trapping or what have you this is been what Stotts has hoped for a few seasons now and I can remember this because I would always bug him with questions about the defense and 
this has been the mantra from Stotts. This has been the uh, this has been his manifesto of defense here, where it's it's just do everything better, do the scheme the way that it's supposed to be done, and good things will happen, like turnovers, like contested jump shots, like all of the things that you see from a good defense that the Blazers have struggled to exhibit, or at least struggled to exhibit last season, especially when especially when they had didn't have Aminu. And when they didn't have Nurkic. So now that they have both Aminu and Nurkic, the hope is that they can just do everything better, which means be more attentive on the weak side. So having that help defender on the weak side way over, paying attention to what's going on the strong side where the ball is, and being active and not just falling asleep. And Dane Carbaugh, who you know from this show, and writing about basketball on NBC Sports made a great point that you know that was Alan Crabb's side of the of the of the court last year. Crabb was just not a great weak side defender. I think he Crabb can be a good defender, but I think it was an attention thing. I think I've I've said all the stuff I've said about that I thought about what was going on with Crabb. I think he got paid. I think he wanted a bigger role. I think he was ready for it and I think he wanted and I, I just think he had he had graduated past the role on this team but now the hope is whoever is on that weak side there Aminu, Harkless, CJ McCollum, Dame, whoever's on there that they're better in that and that that creates a tighter unit and obviously Nurkic providing some rim protection is another huge thing that would really go a long way in helping the Blazers but they can't just count on that because uh, defense is a team effort it is more a team effort than problem than offense. I would say it takes coordination. It takes knowing each other. It takes um, kind of a symbiosis. So it may take some time to to redevelop that now with Nurkic in the fold. But they did a pretty good job of getting that together when Nurkic was here. So, uh, but but ultimately Terry Stotts is not going to change the defense that gave them success towards the end of last season, and he's uh, trusting that the guys that he has on his team can execute the system better and hope that that leads to defensive improvement. So uh, we'll see about that. I, I think it's a, a fair, I think it's a definitely a, a, a fair choice seen as how good Nurkic was in rim protection. And I do think that maybe if you lose Crab, who was a little inattentive at defense and replace him with someone who's at least going to pay attention from the weak side or, uh, then you have a better chance of making up some of those points that you just gave away last year uh, at a really high rate for most of the season until Nurkic got here. So that's going to do it for this edition of Lockdown Blazers. Hope you subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you can get the podcast. We're on your podcast app. Find us, subscribe, tell your friends, and we'll be back as the week continues in the first week of training camp for the Portland Trailblazers. Until next time.